As the word blockchain seems to be increasingly in circulation, the talk of how this technology is set to disrupt our procurement roles to offer increased supply chain visibility also leaves us considering risk exposure. Blockchain technology can be surrounded in mystery, wrapped up in lots of tech talk and is often linked to financial transactions and Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. So as procurement professionals, we can be left trying to understand how blockchain is going to fit into our current systems and processes. How will blockchain technology shape our organization's activity and output? And what plausible solutions will it deliver to enhance our procurement roles? SIPS would like to introduce Matt Burks, who is Head of Delivery at BizGen. Matt aims to take some of the hype out of the tech talk and put some practical guidance forward in this webinar to highlight what blockchain is and isn't. If I can pass over to yourself, Matt, so you can proceed with the webinar presentation. Thank you. Thanks, Gina. Um, thanks for bringing me on today. Um, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start really by discussing at a very high level um, what blockchain is. Uh, and then equally as importantly, I'm going to uh, just discuss what it isn't. Um, we'll then spend a little bit of time talking about how uh, blockchain systems actually work uh, and why they're so secure. And then finish off really by just, just touching on um, blockchain's usefulness at an enterprise level. So what is blockchain technology? Um, I thought it'd be worth trying to define kind of what it is. There's lots of different definitions out there, but, but I quite sort of like this one that we've got sat on the slide in front of us. Um, it is complex, that's the first thing to realize. Um, but in a nutshell, blockchain is really composed of the following things. Um, first and foremost, it's a distributed network of computers and we call them nodes. So it's not a, it's not a computer in itself, but somewhere within that computer, you will spin up um, a node and you need a group of nodes to make a blockchain work. And as I said, those, that node or those nodes can be within, one, within, within a single computer. It could be on a particular device, on a cloud-based server. It really doesn't matter. As long as the, um, as long as the hardware can, can take the code required to spin up the node, you can, you can start to set a blockchain up. Each node then uh, contains uh, a chain of blocks and uh, within each block there is a ledger, what we call a ledger, um, with a, which holds a list of transactions. And each of those transactions is linked to the previous transaction for the resource it represents. So that resource could be a piece of cryptocurrency or it could be a piece of intellectual property or, or anything really. And uh, most importantly, the output of every transaction that goes on uh, within a blockchain is incorruptible, secure, and fully auditable. So if those are the kind of key characteristics, then I'm going to now talk about what blockchain technology isn't. So, and, and one, one of the most important concepts here is that I'm talking about blockchain as a standalone technology. So as a standalone technology, it is not a data analytics tool. Um, we get asked um, quite a lot of stuff from our customers regarding, regarding the technology, obviously. And this is one of the things we get, we get asked the most, you know, what kind of analytics can you run with blockchain? It is not an analytics tool. But that is not to say it is not, it is not an ideal partner for data analytics, but it is essentially a dumb beast, which is de dependent on its deployed architecture and its de deployed protocols to have useful effects. So it's not an analytics tool. A lot of people think blockchain is simply Bitcoin 
cryptocurrency, to use a broader term. Um, it, it isn't. Uh, cryptocurrencies are a really good example of an application that uses the concept of blockchain to solve a specific problem, which in this case is secure peer-to-peer -peer exchange of value. But to say that blockchain is cryptocurrency, um, the, the terminology is just not, it's just not as interchangeable as that. It's a lot more than that. So artificial intelligence, again, a lot of our customers, uh, they think there's a, there's, there's an, or they often believe there's an artificial intelligence aspect to blockchain. Again, as a standalone technology, blockchain isn't particularly intelligent. It's a, it's a, it's a group of protocols, um, and, you know, that work within a specific architecture to give you a number of capabilities. And again, just like with data analytics, those capabilities that you can get from using blockchain or from employing blockchain can support artificial intelligence uh, applications. But, it, but in, as a standalone product, as a standalone thing, blockchain isn't, isn't a form of artificial intelligence, nor does it have any aspect of artificial intelligence um, involved in it. And finally, um, again, a lot of our customers uh, uh, feel that using blockchain is a will answer the bulk of their technology problems, uh, and it really it really doesn't. It's got a lot of capabilities, uh, specifically surrounding kind of security and audit, um, that are very useful to the enterprise. But uh, we're very we're very honest with our customers. Um, a lot of the time, well, not a lot of the time, some of the time. Um, we find that their problem, whilst blockchain could solve it, it's actually much easier to solve with a more traditional solution. It's cheaper, uh, it's quicker. Uh, it's not to say blockchain is overly expensive, uh, it's just that there are tra traditional solutions out there that are very competitive uh, and can solve you know, certain problems perfectly well. So it's not the answer to every enterprise technology problem. Okay, so, um, Again, at a very high level, I'm going to just try and describe how blockchain actually works. Uh, and this is a very high level. It's, 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 it's extremely complicated stuff. Um, so I've put together a quick animation to try and describe how the tech works. Um, please bear in mind while I do this that there's a lot of cryptographic activity supporting, supporting blockchains. For example, with generation and encryption of uh, keys and key material. And as I said, it is extremely complex and we can go into more detail uh, in the next webinar. But I think for now, I just want to highlight that the cryptography aspect um, is there and that it's a really important part of why the technology is so innovative and so secure. So, as I said before, the technology requires a group of nodes to work. And the diagram on the right is just trying to sort of depict uh, a, group of, a group of nodes, those black dots. Each node uh, is enabled to sort of to, to, to talk to the entire network. And as we said before, each node contains um, an identical copy of the ledger. And the ledger contains all the transaction data surrounding a specific data object, uh, again, which could be intellectual property, could be currency, could be legal documentation, could be anything. And within each ledger, you've got that chain of blocks and a new block is formed every time a piece of data undergoes a transaction. So if I've got my, my piece of IP that I'm using the blockchain to encrypt and secure, 
and I want to change, make a change to that, to that intellectual property. Maybe, maybe there's been a, a, a change in a design, a specific design or something like that. And I want to make that change. All the nodes have to agree um, in consensus before I can do anything. And they've got to agree a few things. But first and foremost, they've got to agree that I am, I am a user of the system. And then they've got to agree that I actually have physically have permissions to go and make the change um, that I want to make. Because you can be a user of a, of a blockchain system and you can have, you can have numerous different um, ways of setting up the permissions of the users. So I might be somebody who can view information, but I can't change it. I might be somebody who can you know, change only certain information. Um, so it's very similar to contemporary systems in that respect, except all the nodes have to agree that I am who I say I am before any change can be made. And when they all agree, um, and under normal, in this diagram, you've got every node agreeing that, that we're going to make a change. Normally, you have a threshold, so it might be which you can set to whatever you want to. So you might be talking about like an eighty percent, um, an eighty percent threshold uh, for agreement. But whatever you've set that up, when they all agree, the change gets made. It gets recorded on the chain, and a new block um, is written. And all that information as we said before, is now totally immutable. It cannot be changed. So if that's, in a nutshell, how it works, um, you know, a lot of people want to know how secure it is compared to what they're using today. And put simply, blockchain is, it is extremely secure. Um, and there's a number of reasons for that. Again, as I've said before, the cryptographic aspect is a big reason, uh, but again, I'm going to leave that till the next webinar, just, just due to its complexity. But the other main reason really is, is, that, is that sort of that design that I've just shown you, that architecture I've just shown you, that is that blockchain is secure by design. A normal relational system, so the kind of system that most enterprises use, we have a centralized server database with you know, running numerous different bits of software for the enterprise. Um, that centralized place is where any transactions that occur within the, within the enterprise, that's, that's where they are um, approved, logged, etc. And in that scenario, you'll have various people with um, administrator rights um, and that sort of thing. Uh, you will have various other ways of, of getting into the system. Um, and that's a big weakness. That's a, that's a point of attack for a hacker, for example. Now with a blockchain, every node, every node has a copy of the information. So as opposed to having that one centralized server in a traditional relational system, with a blockchain, every node has, um, has a copy of the information. So the point I'm trying to make is that assuming a hacker could even get through all the cryptography and the cryptographic challenges um, that blockchain entails, even if they could get through that, they would have to initiate the same change in every single block in the chain at the same time and, in, and within every node, i.e. to get that agreement. And that just isn't practically possible and takes you know, massive computing power in, in a real-world scenario. So if you want your data to be assured, um, blockchain is an extremely, extremely good way of doing it. And finally, um, I just want to touch on the so what. The blockchain gives, um, gives the enterprise a number of distinct sort of capabilities um, that contemporary systems really don't possess. 
Um, as we described in the last, as we described in the last slide, it's extremely secure. Um, but it, and it also gives you this immutable data transaction history, which is that single source of truth um, and assurance of your data. It gives the enterprise the ability to work securely over fragmented, net, fragmented networks. We find a lot of our larger customers have um, a number of different systems, number of different servers. They've got a kind of patchwork quilt of a, of a sort of um, IT architecture. And that really hampers their ability to collaborate. But what they don't want to do is have to completely rip that system out they've spent you know, a lot of money on uh, developing over the years even though it's not working to its, to its most efficient uh, level, they can't physically afford to stop doing that and start with something new. And one of the useful things about a blockchain is it can, be, it can form the, the um, glue between, between um, fragmented networks and disparate systems by linking in with them all uh, and enabling them to talk to each other. So it really does enhance collaboration in a very secure way. And some people might have heard of um, smart contracting. Um, so blockchains can run these things called smart contracts, which again are essentially, they're essentially um, pro program contracts that sit in the system when, when two or three things are achieved, then an output occurs. Um, and it sounds very simple, but um, if you set up a number of these within, within the um, organization, you can really streamline process and take out a lot of third party activity because the blockchain, again, if something happens, the blockchain has immutably recorded why it happened. So you will only ever get the right result from a process. Again, you get that cutting edge data encryption as well when using, um, when using blockchain. Um, and again, a lot of our customers, they, they sort of, a lot of them we find are struggling um, to, to completely migrate to um, cloud-based services uh, and use the internet of things because they're worried about the security of their information. But if you're encrypting, if you're encrypting and assuring your data using blockchain, um, again, it can be a very good way of enabling your organization to, to shift a lot of its, a lot of its activity into cloud-based services because using blockchain gives you that confidence. And finally, perhaps most importantly, um, it's fast and it's scalable. Um, again, I think there's, there is some mythology around, around blockchain that, it, that it's quite slow. Um, that really isn't the case uh, with contemporary systems. Then, you know, as long as they're deployed correctly, they are fast. Um, and by the nature of the architecture, you know, those nodes, if you want to grow it, you just spin up more nodes. It's an extremely scalable uh, system as well. But it's real power. And I think the key takeaway um, from this particular webinar really is that its, it's power is only ever really realized when it's paired with other uh, complementary technologies. So blockchain as a standalone tech um, works, works really well in certain scenarios. You know, cryptocurrency is a good example of that. But from an enterprise perspective, um, and certainly from BizGen, from, from, from what we've seen, um, its real power is realized when you pair it up with, with things like, like artificial intelligence or like some of your existing systems that just need to be able to collaborate better, for example. That's when you can realize the real power of it. So it shouldn't be viewed as a standalone technology. It's something complementary. It very much, it's an unsung hero. It sits in the background, assuring data, delivering you that, that audit and that transaction history, uh, you know, managing users. Um, 
and making sure that you, that your systems are all talking to each other uh, in the right way. Lovely. Thank you, Matt, for the overview of blockchain technology and the security elements. SIPs are looking forward to expanding our guidance material around blockchain, so do check the SIPs knowledge area for further webinars and white papers that discuss plausible applications of blockchain and highlight some of the business sectors that are already leveraging this disruptive technology. Thank you for viewing the SIPs webinar.